Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, hustlers. We know that this 2024, the entrepreneurial journey is filled with challenges. An often overlooked aspect is the time-consuming task of processing payroll and managing government requirements. And did you know that the average admin spends a whopping 50 hours per month dealing with just government compliance? That's time you could be spending on growing your business, or let's be honest, taking a well-deserved break. But fear not, we got a game changer for you, introducing Sprout Solutions and their tailored solutions for MSMEs called the Payroll Starter. With Sprout Solutions Payroll Starter, you can finally reclaim your time and get your life back on track. Say goodbye to the stress of remembering tax dates or worrying about missed payroll runs. This bundle is designed to make your life easier and your business more efficient. And here's the best part. The cost starts just at 5,000 pesos per month for businesses with up to 10 employees. Yep, you heard that right. That's just 5,000 pesos per month. So why spend another minute routing in payroll paperwork when Sprout can revolutionize the way you manage your payroll and government requirements? Take the first step towards a more efficient business today. Visit sprout.ph slash payroll starter monthly 5k. If you missed that, don't worry. We have it in the description box of this episode. So click that too. And again, big shout out to Sprout Solutions because your time is too valuable to be spent on paperwork. Reclaim it with their payroll starter. Now let's begin this episode. The Hustle Share Podcast is brought to you by Union Digital Bank, a fully digital bank with a mission to empower every Filipino everywhere by providing easy access to digital financial services for consumers and businesses. Union Digital Bank partners with startups to co-create financial products to meet the needs of their customers. Contact Union Digital Bank to explore how they can power your platform with embedded financial services. For more information about Union Digital Bank, please see their website at www.uniondigitalbank.io. Stay updated by following them on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Also by Shoppable Business, your number one source for procuring products for your business in the Philippines. Discover authentic branded products online. Shop bulk, save big, and secure authentic products with official sales invoices at Shoppable Business today. Uh, what my wife told me is, you're always telling me that you want to build your own. You're building startups for people in the U.S. Uh, dental startup, inventory startup, fintech, uh, a lot uh, from the IT company. So, okay, it is the time. Build something, you know, uh, you're making SaaS before, turn this into a SaaS. And that's the birth of item count. Welcome to Hustle Share, the podcast that features the daily grinds of unique hustlers around the world to show not our differences, but that our hustles are very much alike. Now, here's your host, Ronster Beit Yong. 
Welcome to the latest episode of Share Podcast. We finally got the guy again. I've been bumping across this guy, and every time I, I bump into him, he makes me bola. Last year, he makes me bola. Like, hi, I listen to Hustle Share. So I don't know if it's legit. We'll find out, right? <laughs> but again, very happy to have you as my first recording of 2024. Of course, the, the last episode we had the Poggy guy, Jay Handler of Founders Launchpad, right? Yeah. And we have now the more Poggy guy. Sorry, Jay, you're just coming in second with this, <laughs> with our guest, and I think one of his co-founders. His co-founder is also coming in late, later because as we're recording this, it's a Friday, and you know traffic is everywhere. But let's welcome to the show, Mr. JC Castaneda of Item Code. Welcome guys. to the show, JC. Thank you. Yes, sir. All right, so there, you're making me bola. You always say that you listen to Hustle Share, say you're idol. Come on now, stop making me bola. You're a startup PH podcast listener. <laughs> Just kidding. Shout out, Johnny Boy Don. We are, we're friends, we're friends. <laughs> There's no false dichotomy here, okay? Any podcast that listens, <laughs> that talks about startups is family. All right, so again, we just have a different take on it. RJ Ledesma, uh, back scoop, one more scoop, Johnny Boy Don. We are all under one roof, just trying to get this. So again, if you want to listen to podcasts about startups, listen to those three as well. I don't know if there's any anyone more, but if I missed out, my bad. Listen to them too. But again, before I get carried away, JC, I need to ask you the million dollar question. JC, what's your hustle? Uh, I have gone. Okay, so item count is the way we define it is the most user-friendly inventory and sales management system. Uh, mm -hmm. We have a POS and mm -hmm. we're here to make sure that you earn more because you have the correct inventory count. There you go. No labis, yeah. no kulang. There you go. If you can see him, I'm just going to describe <laughs> his background. Obviously, you can't. But if you're probably going to see snippets of this on TikTok and YouTube. He's, his, his background is a big-ass uh, hardware, uh, like, I don't know, like 15 feet of stuff that in reality, you, you'll have forever to count this thing. So again, it's very, very on-brand and I love it. But before we start again, so it's a POS. It's a mobile inventory system, right? Yeah. Web and mobile, actually. Yeah. Web and mobile. And again, what I love about your background is that obviously I've stalked everyone. And I'm looking at your stuff. You're a dev. And I love when devs create their own startup. Just recently, I think last month, we had one who was making a killing profitable and scaling overseas now, well as cool systems. Also, dev-led CEO. Dev wow. turned CEO again. Uh, and not even from Manila. I think they're from CDO. So very amazing backstory. If you want to learn similar to this hustle of JC's, listen to that. But before I get carried away, Real quick, I need you to buckle up, JC. Okay, my first viaje in 2024. Because we're going to yes. have to ride the Hustle Share time machine. <laughs> oh, ha, there you go. I just had this. It came straight out of the casa. <laughs> From preventive maintenance with <laughs> wherever Santa Claus brings his... Uh, his uh, Santa Mobile is where I brought the Hustle Share time machine. Before we talk about item count and why you guys built a mobile inventory system, I want to understand the origin story. So again, I, I don't know which episode I said that, but I have a bias. Okay, I don't know if you've ever heard of that. I have a bias. As much as I love the whole ecosystem, I am biased towards founders that are like me, who came 
from the bottom in the Filipino setting that is also homegrown. Okay, so I love everybody, but I obviously have a bias. And whoever says they don't have bias is, is telling you bullshit. So I have bias towards you. I want to understand your origin story, bro. What yeah. was it like growing up? What was the hustle that you were surrounded with? And uh, who were your very first exposures or who exposed you to hustling very early on in your life? Oh, uh, not how item got started, right? Nope. The- very early days. Batang JC is who I want to talk about. Yes, sir. From uh, Obando, Bulacan. Born Obando. What's up? Yes. All the pregnant Hello. women that want to go, uh, non-pregnant women that want to go there to get pregnant. That's correct. That's correct. Yep. Uh, started from there. Eldest among the three Kuya children. Kuya JC pala. Yes. Kuya JC. Okay. That's correct. Took ECE uh, at PUP Manila. Yep. Uh, graduated. Passed the board exam, but Actually, didn't didn't really use the, the license. Mm. So uh, that's where I started. There's an opportunity uh, mm. to work abroad as construction engineer. So okay. grabbed it. Worked seven years as construction engineer. Where? In Japan Gas Corporation. Uh, the, wow. the, the location is like multiple places because JGC. Yes, Japan Gas Corp. And yeah, we were building oil and gas refineries. And I am wow. doing the more on handover of documents. Yeah, database of documents. On the fourth year, yeah, I met, met my wife in Mindanao. We have a project there. And yeah. The biggest that's twin. The, there you go. Yeah. From Abando to Mindanao, you got one in the downtown. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, after my Japan experience, went to okay. Mindanao for a project there. Yeah, met my wife. Then that's the time I got really tired going abroad thing uh, we had our twins okay, okay. Our twins two boys now they are nine both nine years old wow then i uh, told myself i want to go home okay. nice and we we check the thing is this the the software the work that we're doing back there in in the mm-hmm. companies there's not much like an exact fit to okay. the philippines if i try to find work here so yeah. i try to dig in Okay. Uh, and I dig in to my heart and mind what I really like way back college. I like programming. So what I did is for the last three years of my stay at construction uh, company, I self-study programming every night. Ah, self-taught? Yes, I'm self-taught. What, I'm YouTube self-taught. University or you, did you uh, enroll mm-hmm. somewhere else? That's correct. Uh, PreCodeCamp.com. That's a free okay. uh, web development platform. Of course, okay. then YouTube and yeah. The Udemy kind of. Uh, How many Indians did you watch during the whole thing? Countless. I have even <laughs> friends in construction. Yeah, yeah. I, I even have friends in construction uh, company that you know in the IT part. Then yeah. I am talking to their boss. Hopefully, I can transfer there because I really want to do the IT wow. kind of job. I, mm. I can be transferred to Singapore. Then I can bring my family there. I'll be happy. But yeah, they declined. The boss declined. He said that we're earning money from this kind of work from this position so we're not gonna transfer you so yeah but still i continue yeah then during my last project uh, in vietnam Mm. one week before demobilization i'm really sure that i will resign i will be out from the abroad business but three months before that i told my wife that save some money (laughs) (laughs) that's never a good thing to say to your wife when i go back when i go back to the philippines (laughs) i will I will uh, apply for work, okay. and that might that might take a while. You know? uh, mm. I, my experience in programming is just three months freelancing. Okay. 
because I learned and somebody hired me from Japan to do some web development work. So our work is 7 to 7, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Then 8 p.m. onwards up to 3 a.m. to 2 a.m. I'm working and studying. Wow. wow. Then last week of my stay in Vietnam, I like answering to Facebook comments. You know, for example, there are programming questions. Mm. I, I like to, you know, jump in. in Facebook groups. Yeah, Facebook groups. Mm. Then, you know, answer, answer. Then some there's one guy messaged me. Hey, bro, are you free for work? Okay, so he's from SM. Uh, oh. He's uh, the VP of IT Omnichannel. They're trying hmm, I think find... I know this guy. Okay, but I'm, I'm going <laughs> to... Regarding so, him, shoot. Okay, but yeah, I know yeah. this guy. So, so he said, are you free for work? I saw your answers in Facebook. I saw your, you know, can I interview you? I was still mm. in Vietnam. And then there's a call, a Skype call. Hey, bro, are you free for work? Uh, where are you now? I, I told him, you know, uh, I'm about to go back in the Philippines one week from now. And, mm. you know, I have program experience. Okay. So the interview, and then then complete interview. And I, I asked him, how's the interview? Yeah. How did I do? So mm. he said, you're okay. And yeah? like you answered, uh, you know, the vital questions correctly. There's some questions that you didn't manage to answer. But yeah, I think you're okay. But the problem is this. We're looking for a senior type of guy. We're going to build the e-commerce of Ace Hardware. Ah, Ace Hardware. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's an SM retail, the SM okay. retail DB. And you, your experience just three months. And we need like someone with five years experience. Then, and call, call my wife. I'm very happy to call my wife. I told her, good news, you know, they are recognizing me. Okay. Nice. <laughs> yep. Napansin na. Right. Uh, bad news. Uh, I, uh, I was didn't make it. Yeah. yeah, I didn't make it. So, but still, I know. Uh, yeah. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. You see there's hope. Yeah, yeah, That yeah, you can make this hope. career shift. Yes, yes, sir. So I sleep it off. Tomorrow morning, there's a message from the SMVP guy. He said, we want to test you. Uh, oh. They, they want me to code something like a, an e-commerce Amazon. Amazon okay. e-commerce with cart, with shopping cart and everything. Okay. So, yeah, I, I did. I hosted on Heroku Live and I passed the source code. And he said, uh, this is good. Oh, thank you, sir. I said, then, uh, uh, sir, uh, I, I told him that when I go back to the Philippines, uh, my intention is to apply for work, of course, but I, I want to give this application some time. I will respect our conversation and uh, kind of wait for you. And he said, like, no, don't apply. Once you're in the Philippines, our HR will contact you and give you a job offer. What? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. They they gave me this full stack engineering offer, like managerial level, and they asked me for my expected salary. I don't have any idea. That's okay. the first time I'm going to work as a software engineer in the Philippines. So I said mm-hmm. something that a little bit high. And they said, okay, yeah, that is doable. They didn't even flinch. Yeah, they, okay. they And okay, they, you don't have to drop numbers, but is it even at the range of what you were making overseas? Because obviously a lot of the people that go overseas go there. And, and again, I, I, I've never experienced it. I only go incrementally every, every once in a while to, to hustle. But going there for months and weeks and whatnot, the reason why people go overseas is to find better opportunities to send money back home. Those opportunities that don't exist here. But obviously, the, the pay grade of, say, uh, say I have to say, job X is probably 2X, 3X somewhere else if you're going to do. But with that job offer, 
is it even at par or even bigger than what you're making? Uh, not not bigger, but it's really close. Nice. And you get to stay at home with the wifey. Yes, sir. That's correct. There you go. Uh, yeah, I'm so happy. Thankful. Yeah. We, we, we prayed together. We thank God. And yeah, we, we I started working at, uh, you know, at SM Retail. Mm. But there's one thing I, I didn't saw immediately or see immediately is we're living here in Valenzuela and SM Retail is in Moa. In Moa. <laughs> Wait, what yeah. year is this? What year is this? This is 2017. Oh no, there's no Skyway Stage 3 yet. You yes, cannot drive. Why. Yeah, I don't have a car. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're not that, you know, wealthy. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, uh, I gathered all my strength and, you know, my... Uh, Lagare. How long does it take from Valenzuela to Moa? Uh, the problem is this. Uh, it's morning, it's two and a half. In the evening, it's worse, like three hours. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I can imagine. You know, uh, it's dulo dulo. No more seats on the jeep, on the mon- Monumento Caloacan. Right, so, right, right. Like, like the Sabit thing. Oh, then, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With laptop on my back. So. Oh, no. So, yeah, after like three weeks, it triggered my asthma. I have asthma. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, yes, sir. So, yeah. I render my resignation and then what's next is I render the grace period one month because they need to look for my replacement. Yeah. So, wow. It's really hard. Then, the thing is this. Before we completing the one month grace period, there's an offer yeah, online in Upwork. Freelancer. Mm. So, the last day on SM is the first day on my freelancing work. So, still, thank you. <laughs> Walang bakante. You're malakas. Up top, yes. huh? Okay, very nice. Yeah, thank you. So, yeah. Uh, then from there, yeah, it's all it's all freelancing. Almost all freelancing. Then we relocated to Tarlac because of the, the nature there. Many trees and everything. Better, right. better air. Yeah, from there, uh, I thought of something like, uh, it's really hard to transition uh, you know, to the career shift. And also, right. it's hard. It's harder that you're doing it alone. So what I did there is, I set up like a study group there. I'm teaching programming for free. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in Tarlac. So we have this like month, a weekly uh, gathering where I teach them. Then uh, more projects came in, but I cannot take it anymore. The thing is this, the, the people that I am teaching, they got good. They got better. So I told them, okay, get this job, apply. And they say, sir, why, why not just lead them? <laughs> lead us. Just lead us and, uh, you know, uh, get projects and we'll work with you. So we, we put up this IT company. Before item count, we have an IT company. So it's still ongoing. What's it called? Then, yeah. Uh, yeah. So the IT company is called Golden Clark IT Solutions. It's basically, it's the people that I, in, in my, you know, my study group. Your disciples. Then now they are, mm-hmm. yeah, working with me and. Okay, that's good. Now, now, yeah. I t- later I tell you the item count story, but the people that's working now in item count also came from the IT company. Okay, last uh, last question before we take our, our our first break. I love the audacity that you really go back to what you loved because a lot of the people, especially. As you go on in life, right? You go on in life and your responsibilities stack up. Imagine you're already a kuya. Okay? If you're a panganay in a not-so-well-off family, your responsibility you know, just doesn't go to yourself. You're typically right. in charge of making sure that your siblings are also well-off. Right? It's a blessing and a curse. 
I'm not uh, depending on the day how, how you feel, right? You have to send your your siblings to school. You have to provide for your parents, or even function like a parent sometimes. A lot of your siblings, and uh, I've seen this happen. My in-laws had the same setup, right? I've seen this happen also in so many families in the Philippines, right? Yeah. Second is again, you already are overseas. You took that sacrifice because you have to provide uh, a bigger thing, and you already found your wife that you knew you wanted to settle down with. And typically, um, a lot of the people that have already been been in this path, whether they like it or not, because by virtue of circumstance, we'll just write it out. We'll not follow their hearts. Like, you know what? The money's here. Like, for example, I've, I've, I've heard of stories about seamen, you know, uh, seafarers. Okay, whenever I say seamen, people think I'm talking about Sperms. No. Seafarers. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're out there um, for like, what, nine months, um, a year or half a year. And then, then they come back, they provide really well off. But half the year, they miss out on what happens with their children and families. I mean, thank God for Starlink. They can now talk to them more yes. often. But before, they, yeah. they can't. So that's a sacrifice that they took. But a lot of people that have taken this path or probably even listening to this podcast now, or just dreaming of taking that path of doing shit they like will never get the chance to even try. What I wanted to ask JC is this. Were there days where you were doubting yourself? It's like, hello, why am I doing this programming thing? I'm not even sure. I'm already making X amount of thing. I'm providing a good uh, livelihood for my family. Not, not just for your wife, but for whoever you need to support. And you're trying to, you know, take advantage yeah. of this new thing that you wanted to do because you love it. How did you overcome it when those thoughts come through? Because a lot of people go through this. And I want to make sure, obviously, we know the story that you eventually triumph, right? You're also blessed to be given the right opportunities because you took the right steps in upskilling yourself on your own without being dependent. But that is the pivot. That's a crossroad right there. Yeah. What? How did you get over that hump? Uh, okay, uh, I'll be honest, it's not easy, you know. Uh, I quit like more than five times while studying programming. Quit yeah. studying? Yeah, I quit studying. Like, I, I Why? Have a work, I, I have a work abroad. I have a backup. Yeah, I'm earning. Uh, yeah. So, I, I so just, you have a safety net. Yeah, I have a safety net. Okay, I'll just continue this. I cannot. Yeah, we, even have, we even took a loan to get an Apple MacBook Air okay. and give up my Windows laptop because it has games. I don't want to play games anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no more so, Minesweeper. Just get <laughs> Yeah, yes, sir. So I, I, I get this MacBook Air, like four gigabytes. It's, uh, you know, the entry-level one. Just yeah. to learn programming in a bullet game. But, you know, uh, still, the mentality is there. I just want to give up and take the easy road. And I listened to this one YouTuber. It's called Fun Fun Function. I think it, it just continued now, but there's this one thing about truism. If the word focus is not working for you, find something else. This, the suggestion is this. The other word is sacrifice. If you're teaching your mind to focus, 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 but your mind is fighting it. Like, yeah, I cannot focus. There's resistance. Yeah, yeah. You know, he said focus is truism. I mean, what's the, the opposite of focus? Chaotic? What? A messy? Distraction. Yeah, disruption. So, you know, if you're not focused, you're that. You're those words. So he said, try to use another word and try to do it part by part. 
try to use sacrifice. So, you know, try to sacrifice those things. Instead of focusing on studying, sacrifice the little things that, you know, distracting you to reach that particular goal or, you know, being a good programmer. So, yeah, one is that. I, I take that advice, then I start to, you know, one by one sacrifice the less important things, the, you know, the gaming and, you know, the wasting my time on something else. Yeah. So I try to change mentality in there. So instead of focus, I try to use the word sacrifice. So and it's effective. And then there's this one thing, uh, you know, my work before in construction GGC. is like, yep. yeah, transferring you to other places when the project is done. My next project is going to be in Africa, Algeria. <laughs> North Africa, good luck. Yes, okay. yes. And uh, I'm kind of, there's an incident in there that JGC people were, you know. Yeah. They have a social, 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 political or geopolitical turmoil. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm scared and I really want to see my family. Yeah. So that's the decision I made. I don't know, actually, if that's the jump you're referring to. But yeah, uh, from scared of, you know, going all the way and not, you know, that giving all your energy into that particular thing that you want to achieve to, you know, yeah, being 100%. And, yeah, and, and that's a very, very early traits of founder behavior, of being an entrepreneur. Because as you can see, right, at one point, these opportunities, you know, you always come to a crossroads. Yep. Do you bet on yourself and chase the dream, whatever that hell the hell that might be? Or you go after what's convenient or what you're gotten used to. And the longer you delay that, and it will come, sometimes it happens once again, happened to you five times. On the sixth try, you, you broke through. But you know, not every time those crossroads will appear, right? Yeah. Especially as you get older, you get more responsibility, you have more responsibilities. It's not there all the time. So I love that you already took that approach of really doing sacrifice because that's what it is. The biggest jump you're going to have to go through as a startup founder, you don't even know it. It's mm. from being a entrepreneur to an entrepreneur. No. And the bridge that separates that is made out of comfort. The moment yeah. you bridge that gap in between and you take a bet on yourself, it's the moment you decide that, hey, I'm a fucking founder. So I, I love that you do it. And what you build that on is building great habits and unlearning old things that you got used to. So a lot of founders that are successful today that have been here on Hustle Share have this obsessive drive. What they get in the zone, they learn how to do shit, right? Do shit on their own without them telling me. And even if the world tells them that, hey, you're fucking crazy, <laughs> right? That's it. That drive. And again, building momentum because there's no playbook. Yes, there's okay. How to create a startup now, blah, blah, yeah. blah. But how to create right. your own path? No, no. Nobody has that. It's you and it's done by doing amazing, amazing stuff. Now let's take our first break. And when we come back, we will continue the story of how you went from a dev to become the founder of Item Camp. Well, let's talk about that more after the break. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, I have a very, very exciting opportunity I want to share with you guys. If you're a B2B startup founder, listen up. Your ticket to growth is here. Introducing Impact 24, the Philippines' largest B2B SaaS challenge. Calling all startups in their pre-launch, pre-seed, or seed stages. This is your chance to accelerate their growth. Submit your pitch to Impact 24 and get ready for a 10-week intensive program to elevate your solution. What's in it for you? How about up to 500,000 pesos in MVP project support, exclusive credits from industry partners, personalized mentoring, and a shot to pitch at SASCON PH, the country's biggest SAS conference this April. But yo, you gotta hurry up because submissions close on January 26, 2024 already. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your startup to new heights. Apply now at saschallenge.ph that's sasschallenge.ph. And good luck, and I'll see you guys in Impact 24. And we're back from the break. We are still with JC Castaneda and now joined by his co-founder who literally just went through a really big bike through thing. Uh, and now he's here. Let's welcome also to the show, Mr. Alex June. Yeah, Basho. Again, so Alex, um, uh, before we, we, we took the first break, JC already told me his amazing, amazing story of how he became an OFW in JGC being assigned everywhere and then took the jump to become a dev before item count happened. But I want to understand quickly lang your backstory before you guys met up to create item count. What was your origin story and what was your background before item count started? Yeah, so uh, hi everyone. Uh, I'm June. So... Basically, I uh, graduated uh, with a civil engineering degree. So mm. I'm a, I'm the son of two civil engineers, uh, successful nice. business people. So my parents uh, are actually from the province and they started with nothing. And then uh, I'm a second generation business person who's running the company now. The, mm. the company that started 30 plus years ago. Wow. So uh, what we do is uh, we do build and sell real estate. Mm. So we currently build subdivisions, uh, commercial Ooh. buildings, uh, land banking, and we have uh, an incoming uh, cemetery project. So those are the type of things that we are uh, doing. I uh, also got into contact actually with JC uh, right after I did my master's in business. Mm. So about three years ago, our common friend, uh, Mr. Rem Lampa, Kuya Dev, as they call him. Kuya Dev. Shout out. Yeah. Shout out, Kuya Dev. So I met JC through him because uh, Kuya Dev is my uh, college friend. So mm -hmm. when he introduced us uh, right there and then, uh, we clicked. And we've been friends since, I, I think, about three years ago. And then... Uh, just the same thing I go through whenever I see a Kalbo guy. Like, Uy, what's up, <laughs> <Yeah>. bro? Like, <laughs> There's an hour, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. a full circle moment. There you go. <laughs> true, true. Yeah, shout out to all my Kalbo friends. <laughs> <laughs> like all of us three here right now in yeah. one frame, bro. There you go. <laughs> yeah, Kuya Dev, soon, soon to follow. Okay, Kuya Dev, join us. Okay. <laughs> 
Anyway, so when me and uh, JC finally got talking again, no? so out of the blue, he called me and said, Hey bro, I'm in Ma- Manila. So I was wondering, you're from Thailand. Why are you here? So so he told me the whole story about uh, starting this startup and then being granted the Founders Launchpad grant. So we talked about it. And then uh, one weekend, he invited me to meet in BGC. That's the first time we actually met in person. Mm. And we talked about the product. We talked about the business, as we always do for the last three years. But I'll be on chat. So finally, when we met up, we talked about it. And I said, okay, let me see the product. If it's something that I believe in, I'm in. So when I saw it... uh, I was absolutely amazed at how prepared and ready it was for the market at nice. that stage. So, of course, being uh, the brainchild of an engineer, it's uh, it's too engineered to so to speak. <laughs> yeah. So I said, with just a few, and tweaks, you're both engineers. <laughs> yeah, with just a few tweaks, this will be market ready to okay. be used by the common person. So. That's the value add that I initially spearheaded in terms of developing item gone further. It's really streamlining it to be able to be used by the common people and to be straight to the point as possible, as as intuitive as possible, so that company owners could be rest assured that their people understand the software, their Mm. people can use the software and now with the current people that are using the product we also uh, are very proud to say that even the troubleshooting can be done by the users nice That's one of the things that we're really proud of in terms of item count all right before we continue about item count and go back to jc real quick i want to step back a little bit because uh, we kind of right. did a hustle share time machine i want to understand two things about your journey um alex a couple things first off how is it like working with and basically being the heir to a, an already established company right. built by your parents. Of course, there's their old systems and all of a sudden now you're right. in charge or there's going to be some winning over that you have to do uh, right. in order to do that. And second thing is during the stint of really uh, going from uh, a newbie to the company, of course, you did MBA in, in AIM, right? And you know what are the skills that you developed over time? Because those are the things that basically you you bring to the table Especially when you when you're working with with, with item count, but yeah, let, let's discuss that transition first. You know, coming right. in, it's mom and pop's uh, <laughs> business, and then how did you want that over? And then what was the skills you developed over time? Right. So the first thing that happened was when I got my civil engineer's license. I first got into working for a drafting company, so mm. that didn't last very long because the work was really not my thing. So. My dad... Your T-square it has tampo with you now. <laughs> yeah. Okay, there you go. <laughs> so, yeah, so my dad said, uh, just go into construction. Uh, I have this cousin who's your Tito, who's really a good foreman. You could help him manage the whole site. So okay. the first thing that I did was get into construction and really swallow every ounce of pride that I have because I really didn't know anything aside from computing stuff. So okay. that's the first thing that really stuck with me. If... I had been uh, boastful about my title and everything, then I wouldn't be here right now. So I was open to being mentored. Uh, The first thing I did for 
in construction was do time motion studies and things that uh, mm. the typical foreman won't do. So because of that, uh, I developed my own system of how to run workers. At my highest point, I was handling around 200 workers. What? Around 400 houses at the same time. Uh, Holy shit! Around that scale now. So, so That's a long line of pasweldo. And so how many sobres do you have to go yes, through? Yes, and do that? threats. And, uh, yeah. so I, that's where I became kalbo, pare. <laughs> yes. JC so. got it in Japan. <laughs> you got it in the... In the the curry mouse, sometimes right. that will be pasaway. Yes, exactly. So after suffering for three years, my mom and dad said, "Okay, we think you're ready." So <laughs> hey, you're kalbuna, okay? Come yes. here, you're ready. <laughs> uh, yeah, stop being a contractor and uh, join us in the main company. And that's when where, where I realized that uh, my parents were scamming me for the past three years. <laughs> because, <laughs> yeah, because they were. Uh, uh, just giving me uh, a small percentage of what a uh, true contractor should be getting. But anyway, <laughs> so long story short, that's my uh, masteral in, so to speak, entrepreneurship right. uh, initially. Right. Yeah, but then, uh, yeah, you were, talk- were asking about the transition phase. Uh, the first few years were really hard on our relationship as parent and child. Because, I can uh, imagine. Yeah, uh, they're very old school. Yeah, and yep. uh, if it ain't work, don't fix it. Yes, <laughs> I'm. I'm very much a systems guy, so my mindset is always. I grew up with games, so yep. my mindset is always: what's the quickest, easiest, cheatiest <laughs> way right. to do this? That's within the up, rules. Up, down, down, right. left, right, left, right, select. Right, time. correct. Mm-hmm. But if the game allows it, then it's allowed, right? And so. So that's the that's the core mentality that I carry even to this day. So no, I, I don't cheat. Huh? I don't cheat. In, no, and that's look, business. entrepreneurs. At the, I, I always say it. If you are, <laughs> if you play the game by the book, don't be an entrepreneur because entrepreneurs bend oh. the rules and even yeah. sneak in by the rules. If you're here to follow the the book, man, you're already dead as an entrepreneur. I'd say the book does just, not even exist sometimes in entrepreneurship. Right. I'd say we just really understand the rules better. Yeah. Again, right. whatever that is. Me, I like breaking <laughs> rules. <laughs> what rules? Right. Right, right. So mm-hmm. with that understanding, so I realized quickly that I was ill-equipped to handle a lot of things. Okay. So that's where the idea came in for me to study uh, business. Mm-hmm. Because... Uh, there was really a lack of mentors in our company. So I really had to do it formally, so to speak. Got it. But then Hence when, when I went to business school, so going to the next question, when I went to business school, it was more or less just being very clear with the vocabulary. So most of the things that I was experiencing and learning was, okay, I, I've been doing this for quite a while now. Uh, that's what it's called. So <laughs> Ah, okay. That was a ledger. Okay. <laughs> yes. Except for the accounting part. Because the yeah, accounting of course, part of course. Was, totally yeah, different. I mm-hmm. experience with the accounting part. So that's what it was. All right. So now it, it became full circle because you, you were doing it in practice. And then in mm-hmm. theory, you were able to piece things together. But overall, yeah. the, that experience of really going through a formal education for three years is, is an executive MBA. Right. What did that 
provide? Did that give you a better understanding of how more zoomed out everything yeah. all the way to the bottom? What was that like? Mm, because uh, in in AIM, especially the EMBA program, there's a mix of personalities there. So mm-hmm. most of your classmates would be corporate people. Yeah. So yeah. So maybe I think around twenty percent would be entrepreneurs. So I, I, that's where I really got an under, a clear understanding of how the corporate structure works. Having no experience working for corporate, that was really something that I needed to understand, but not necessarily build myself. So I understood it. Uh, and then I got mentorship from my fellow classmates because that's how it works. Eh? It's a case study basis. Yeah, peer to peer. Yeah, you have to understand the cases and then you have to think out of the box. Because the main ma- metric in business school is you have to you have to encourage your classmates to speak. To get good grades, you have to ask the right question. Hala, the introverts, what are they going to do? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, a lot of good introverts were, were shell-shocked with that. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know. There were no quizzes or what. <laughs> they probably had a shot at tequila every time. Like, all right, let's do it. All right. Correct, correct. And uh, yeah, so so the 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 most the the most difficult part during that whole process was trying to was was trying to execute the things that you're learning at the same time, running your company with your parents who sent you to study but won't necessarily accept everything that you're trying to improve. So yeah, we really went through a very rough patch that time. So much so that I was, I was, I was really going to quit. My, my parents hated me (laughs) and I hated their guts as well. (laughs) Oh no. Yeah. So the, the thing that fixed everything was uh, the humility that my parents possessed. So they approached uh, Professor Soriano. He's a consultant. He's a family dynamics consultant who's also in line with uh, business. So he teaches courses in Ateneo. MBA. Nice. Nice. Yeah, so he's a very, very good negotiator and uh, fixer of relationships. So that's the thing. No? Uh, my parents were able to get somebody that proved to me that he knows what he's talking about. because. I read a lot. So if people say things to me and I know that there are way better things to do or to follow, then I won't listen to you. So, Correct. <laughs> but being the guy that he is, Professor Soriano, he really helped us through that whole thing. Nice. And uh, he was able to reconcile things. He was able to tone me down. He was able to make my parents understand that these things are happening for uh, for the better to improve so yeah right now we're in a very good working relationship so that's why i have enough time to invest in other ventures like item count very again jc got lucky again at the right time because <laughs> this guy is always getting in the right place at the right time <laughs> with what he told me prior to, the, to 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 you hopping on but okay i'll go back to jc here now thank you for that alex <laughs> jc what i want to understand now right so alex told me about how he he got into item count by you pitching when you guys were in bgc but tell me about the origin story of how you created item count because again you were 
Um, again, recap to where we started off before we take the break. You, you said that you already created the IT company to lead all these devs in Tarlac, which is called in Clark IT Technology Solutions. But how did that go through? Of course, it's, again, it's another comfort zone thing. Dev shops can be very lucrative. Okay, I've sold one in Chatbot PH. Changed my life overnight, right? Um, but why did you want to go and build a product if services is doing well? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, good question. To be honest with you, uh, making item count a separate company or a startup is, by that time, was not part of the plan. Okay. So... The original story is, yeah, my wife has this three branches cafe and checking all the systems available in the market right now, this free mobile Android apps, these web apps, you know, there's no specific app that satisfies her needs. Mm -hmm. So she said, okay, you're a dev. Can you code me a POS? (laughs) You cannot say no to that. Okay. Yeah, I can handle multiple branches, but you know, have a user access level and all those kind of stuff. So, mm. yeah, you know, uh, on the side, I'm coding it and then completed it uh, in a month. Wow, just... <laughs> we finished it so fast. Okay. Yeah, and just simple pure. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, and then I, I saw her counting cups, I know, uh, uh, matching it on the POS, counting cups, counting spoons, the remaining milk. They are like weighing it. Then, mm. oh, why are you doing that? You, you don't put inventory system on the POS. That's why I'm doing this. Can you put inventory system? Like, so <laughs> I I code it again, put inventory system, and then, yeah, she, uh, she's happy. Nice. So, uh, yeah. Uh, then one time, uh, there's this uh, couple who, you know, who ordered uh Ice crumble. It's an ice crumble cup. No, I know. I, I know ice crumble. I grew up in the streets, bro. So of course, yes. I know it's crumble. Okay. Yes, sorry, it, it's kind of... ice crumble is actually banana flavored. What? <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's strawberry. Yeah. yeah it's just yeah. flame. Uh, what's this? Uh, food coloring only. Yeah, colored pink, but tastes like bubble gum. What? Whatever yeah. kind of taste. It's, it's meant anyway. to confuse you anyway. <laughs> yeah. It's, but, you know, it's a little bit, you know, to the next level. It has Oreo, Stico, there's a Ube flavor. Oh, yeah, they yeah. do some arguments on it. But, yeah, there's this couple. Uh, I didn't know at first that they are one of the biggest animal feeds distributor in, you know, in Tarlac. Mm. Or actually in Central Luzon. Uh, the, the words are like, we have a business. We, we, have, we are like feed distributor, one of the high, one of the biggest, but we're doing everything manual. Mm-hmm. There's no system for us. We are trying to look for developers that can customize for us, but yeah, it's expensive. So this is a very small store, a very small cafe, and you have a system. We want something like this. Mm-hmm. So that's not item count yet. So what, uh, what my wife told me is, you're always telling me that you want to build your own. I mean, you're building mm. startups for people in the US. Uh, dental startup, uh, inventory startup, fintech, uh, a lot uh, yep. from the IT company. So, uh, okay, this is the time. Build something, you know. Uh, you're making SaaS before and you turn this into a SaaS. And that's the birth of item count. Uh, nice. Two, three months, we managed to have a working version of item count. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, uh, so it, there's an inquiry. Uh, they are a 
cosmetics company, manufacturing and distributor in Bulacan. Okay. They're looking for systems. They tried many POS in the market right now. Uh, nothing, nothing worked. So I didn't know that she's a CEO. And okay. she asked many questions. Do you do recipe? Do you do automatic depletion? Do you have multiple branches, multiple inventory locations, warehouses? Yes, yes. Then saw a screenshot. Then how much? She asked. Then I told her the cheapest version of item count that time. Right. Uh, how like much? 2,600 pesos per month. Oh my 14, God, are you kidding me? 14 users. What? That's cheap. Yes, yes. Then for additional users, like 400 pesos. Yeah, something like that. Th- that moment, she subscribed. Oh. Somewhat, somewhat like, wow. Like, validation. Because it's validated. Then they're using it. They're suggesting new fe- new features or changes. Yeah. Then, yes, okay, I think we can you know, move forward from here and you know, really like make this a legit one and make it a SaaS. All right. So, sounds good. Last question before we take our first break. Uh, I mean, last break, not first break. We already did a break. Okay. Um, when Alex said that when you guys met, again, the caveat is that he's going to join if he sees and he tries that this is ready and that this it's up to standard. AIM standard now, like technically, <laughs> right? Uh, Professor Soriano standard already, right? You know, <laughs> you know. Um, but how did you further build it up? Right, because for you to be able to impress Alex and really actually not just you know subscribe whatever and support you from the from afar, for him to actually join in, you must have done a hell of a job there. Well, what did you continue to to build uh, the product with uh, before you showed this to Alex? Okay, uh, before I showed it, yeah, before going to Founders Launch, but actually, uh, I'm just want to share this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have business and uh, we know a little something about it. But I was a developer in the middle of farming conception Tarlac. <laughs> so <laughs> I I don't know much, no. We relocated for the Founders Launch, but uh, Founders Launch, but uh, uh, program overwhelmed. Uh, yeah. Just like, wow, uh, how to do this thing? <laughs> how did you even and, join Founders uh, Launch right in the first place? Uh, I post item count to start a PH and they reach out to me. There's a, there's a marketing person. I actually I, I declined like four times or I ignored them four times. Wow. Because <laughs> uh yeah, we, we just wanted to be in startup and like bootstrap in there and I don't know much about startup. Yeah, mm. it's scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, because of Paul Sir Paul Pajo and Chris Blanquera, they, they refer me to Simon and Thomas of Founders Launchpad. So, yeah, uh, I went there and, yeah, over the, the, the big names are there, the CEOs are there, and yeah, I'd be even called my wife, what am I doing here? <laughs> like, uh, that's not what I'm Oh, wow. Yeah, like, like, yeah, like, Is that crossroads hard. moment again? Yeah, yeah, it's really hard. And I ask support from friends and connections, then uh, options, you know, are, are getting thinner and thinner. Called Alex, he, he told me, oh, bro, mabenta natin yan. Just mm. said that. That time's like 10 p.m. That's 10 p.m. Uh, I was like feeling sick because I was doing CEO work, founders launch, but don't want me to, you know, like always coding, code. I was a little bit sad because coding is what I really enjoy, enjoyed to do, you know. 
And still, and 10 p.m. I started working nine. It's already 10 p.m. I, I haven't touched any code yet. And talking to Alex, I'm really burned. I still want to code. And yeah, I just say thank you to to June or Alex. Yeah. Then the next day, uh, the next day I, I I called him like, bro. The, all the conversations just sink in. If if you're going to uh, you know give that much value to the company, they want to do it with me. Mm. Do you want to share my headache? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then, uh, and then he just like, send emojis, happy emojis, and just he he said, "Let's talk, let's talk in BGC." Yeah. Then, yeah, of course, preparation. I I made the you know I made the trial version, and I I made it a little bit beautiful to show to Alex and to convince not back out. So that's the uh, that's the story, you know. Yeah, talagang nabigyan na ano. Alex gave me like an, another push. I really, I really need that time. That is amazing. All right, now let's take our last break and when we come back, let's not talk about, you know, that journey of you guys coming together and what you guys built and attraction and experience you guys had Founders Launchpad and what's up next for Adam Count. Let's talk about that more after the break. Hey, Hustlers, it's time to talk business once again, and we're excited to share a bit more info about our sponsors, Sprout Solutions. And again, just like what I said at the start of the episode, you should check out Sprout's Payroll Starter as you grow your own startup, because this bundle that they have is literally what you need to take your startup to the next level as you grow your employees. And this bundle is your key to freedom, including payroll outsourcing to experts, a subscription to timekeeping and attendance software, and government compliance services. Sprout's Payroll Starter has you covered for payroll, BIR, SSS, and taxes. All the stuff that no founder loves to do. So let Sprout handle the busy work and say goodbye to lines and tax payment stress. All this for as low as 5,000 pesos. Again, that's just 5,000 pesos all in for your payroll and HR needs. So visit sprout.eh payroll-starter-monthly-5k or again, just click the link in the description box of this episode to elevate your business management game and again big thank you to sprout solutions liberating your time for what truly matters hey hustlers wish there was an easy way to open a bank account and grow your money without the hassle of lengthy application process and income documents well i got good news because today's sponsor uno digital bank is here to help you achieve your financial goals you can easily open an account with the Uno app in just five minutes and one valid ID. And as one of the six digital banks licensed by the Banco Central ng Filipinas, the company is committed to providing customers with simpler, better, and more accessible banking. Last year, Uno Bank was recognized by the Asia Banking and Finance Awards and bagged the title Open Banking Initiative of the Year due to the success of its partnership with Gcash, one of the Philippines' leading mobile wallet platforms. And with the Uno mobile app, you can access an hashtag UnoReady savings account and enjoy daily interest crediting. With their hashtag UnoEarn or hashtag UnoBoostTime deposit accounts, you can enjoy a high interest rate of up to 6.5% per annum. Enjoy monthly payouts with hashtag UnoEarn and flexible tenors with hashtag UnoBoost. Other app features include pay bills, the Uno Virtual Debit MasterCard, life insurance, scan and pay with QRPH, and phones. And the one thing that I really love about Uno Digital Bank is they're open to collaborate with a lot of Filipino startups. I've had a chance to see the partnerships that they've had lined up with the startups that they have, and it's truly exciting to see how a digital bank like Uno can enable startups to unlock the power of fintech through digital banking. 
So if you're ready to elevate your banking experience, download the Uno mobile app today from the Google Play Store or App Store. Or if you want to collaborate with them, I'll be happy to give you an intro. Just shoot us an email at hello at huffleshare.com. Hey, Hustlers, I hope you're having a great 2024 so far. As you know, a lot of startups had a very challenging 2023, and hopefully things are going to do better this year for a lot of us. Not just because it's the year of the dragon, but also because our sponsor, Dragon Pay, is here to help your startups process payments in the most efficient way. Established in 2010, Dragon Pay empowers businesses of all sizes to accept and disperse payments through secure and convenient channels giving your customers the flexibility to choose the payment method that suits them best. With over 85 partner channels, 35,000 partner branches nationwide, including QRPH, e-wallets, crypto, buy now, pay later, and many more. They also process an astonishing 15 million transactions processed globally each month. Dragon Pay is your trusted choice for online payments. And here's something to show you how legit Dragon Pay is. Dragon Pay was named Fintech of the Year at last year's Philippine Fintech Festival in 2020. So let's make 2024 extra prosperous for you and your startup in this year of the Dragon. For more details, head on over to dragonpay.ph. That's dragonpay.ph. Trust the pioneer, trust Dragon Pay. And we're back from the break. We are still with June and JC again, uh, who then told us their origin story, how we were able to work together. Now you have item count. Alex, you're, you, you're already um, impressed by what JC created. But again, that's just day zero. Day right. one hasn't even started yet. Now, mm-hmm. again, if you're, you're coming in here and there's an accelerator, you know, there's a program that they're trying to run. There's a lot of high growth milestones that you need to hit. And you're gonna, there are going to be weeks that you're going to be, you know, shooting air balls. And there are going to be weeks that you're going to be, you know, uh, shooting a swish. What was that experience like working in Founders Launchpad? And what were the learnings you were able to build together? And how stressful was it? Did you lose more hair? Uh, that's why you're more calvo or bagong ahit lately. Um, what was that experience like? JC, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh... The experience is amazing. Uh, from the idea in the middle of a uh, farm in Tarlac to you know in one of the most you know the the, the center of the Philippine commerce in Makati. So uh, idea was validated first up. Very thankful met I met Alex. I I have him join the company. Mm-hmm. Met amazing CEOs too. Uh, Founders Launchpad. They are very approachable. Uh, they are very hands on and very poggy. I always tell, tell them that. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Very foggy. Even Alea is foggy. There you go. <laughs> Hello, Alea. Yeah. So, yeah. Learn a lot of things. Uh, when I went there, it's all about coding. It's all about how to put all your mobile and web app to the server, making it scalable, make it better, picking the right database. Those are the things I have when I got there. But, yeah, things like, PC, Angel, <laughs> the cap table thing, uh, the safe note. Uh, the, those, 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 <laughs> stuff, those are really new. Those are really new to me. Uh, and then, uh, you know, you told me I, I got lucky again with Alex. June is really good at those things, uh, mm. the business side of stuff. So, there you go. So, 
Yeah, uh, he he taught me a lot, and he even gave me two books. <laughs> okay, very yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he like suggestions, sending me even like business related Facebook reels almost daily. Yeah, mm. and I'm listening, I'm reading those. So so yeah, uh, learned a lot, and right now you know I'm mixing them up, and yeah, twenty twenty four is going to be a really good year, and yeah, going to push forward. Okay, now what, what I want to understand is again, uh, when these co-founderships happen, you know, there are going to be days where magic happens, but there are also days where you're going to have very, you know, yeah. different opinions. But at the end of the day, you're still in one team, right? right. I, I used to have this. Oh my God, I miss him. Uh, when my co-founder uh, was still alive, right? Um, unfortunately, I lost my co-founder. Um, passed away last year. But again, um, how did you guys build that dynamic? Over these months, again, especially on varying things, you have very different perspectives. You're both engineers, so you're 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 here. You're problem solvers by default, but very different foundations here, right? How did you guys build that dynamic, Alex? You know what, bro? Uh, the funny thing is, prior to getting into this with JC, I was actually contemplating on how I could retire as early as possible, so I could focus on mentoring my kids because I have four kids. Okay. So the way I plan things is, okay, so I have to be able to run my company without me actually doing the running. Mm. So I groom people and then uh, I, I, I developed this system of how to really get the only things that I really need. So as a, as a person who runs and owns a company, it was really just a matter of letting the ego go. So... I really started reading about uh, the ego and really understanding what the impact of an owner is. And what I found is that when I actually delegated a lot of this stuff and really trusted the people around me, that's when everything clicked and became easier for everyone. So uh, moving forward with that knowledge, uh, I also went into consultancy work. So I do consulting work for uh, companies. I have uh, clients, architects, professionals, civil engineers, business owners. And what I do for them is really try and take the owner out of the business. So it's like decapitating <laughs> the yep. business, but leaving a hydra in its place. So There you go. I love, the, the, I love the analogy. You cut yeah, off one so, head, a shit ton comes out after. Correct. A shit ton of competent people comes out. So right. it really starts with the owner being able to identify their own ego and understanding that it's getting in their way. So if I see that this client doesn't understand that and doesn't resonate with that message, I leave them. So yeah, so that's where the whole consultancy thing was for me. No? So Exactly. When JC went ahead and talked to me, I just finished, I think, four engagements at the time. So it was really, again, serendipitous because I was contemplating, do I get more clients so I could learn more or do I do I take JC's offer and do this whole startup thing in IT, an industry where I was really hoping to get into sooner or later. So yeah, I grabbed that chance. And I thought to myself, if there's no better person to mentor than somebody who's already humble 
And that's, that's one thing that's really good about JC. He really listens. He he tries to understand it from the perspective of the person that's talking. But sometimes it's too much. You know? He listens to so many people. So, yes. So that's also one thing that's uh, that he needs help with. So I tend to become the filter for him. Nice. Okay, uh, JC, this guy says this and says that and promises this, promises that. But what do we actually really need? What's the one thing that you really want to get from this guy? Or what is he saying behind those words? So Correct. those are the things. There's always agenda at, at the end of the day, right? Correct. And you need to be able to filter out. And especially as first-time founders, Correct. you know, you, it can get overwhelming. Like, oh my God, everybody yes. think, and everybody sounds like they're right. Right. Um, I remember going through this when I was in a first time founder. Like, oh my God, I'm so confused. I don't right. know what to do next. And it gets yeah. to a point where it's analysis paralysis mode. The trust, right? right? And mm-hmm. the worst part is if you got so confused, you're already doubting your own conviction. Which right. majority of the time, if you if you really just remove yourself from that and really understand that a lot of the people that would give you advice, whether solicited or unsolicited, come right. from their own bias and from their own point of view. You have to take it with a grain of salt. And right. in, in a way, you have to be utilitarian in who right. you you <laughs> you ask advice for, right? Especially for JC because he went all in on this. Mm-hmm. You know, I came into item count with a solid business behind my back. Correct. So that's what I always tell him, bro, you can't give me 51%. You can't give me full control because this is yours. Correct. That's what I always tell him. Whatever happens, item count is yours. This is your business and this is your responsibility. So I love even it. If you want to give me full control, I won't take it because this is yours. And this is he's trying this to is retire early, JC. Don't give him control. Okay, he's trying to mentor his kids. All right. All right. That's an easy out. I like it. Right. I, I need time to ride my bike. <laughs> yeah, no, so, but I love that dynamic. And I love that you're not predatory about it. Because a lot of people would come right. in and be, be an ass. Like, ah, sitting duck. This guy doesn't know what he's doing. He's, he's a rookie. I'll take advantage. Fuck him up. Get, get the whole thing. I love it. Yeah, that, that's, that's what I always tell him. So, I, and I think that's why it's very easy for him also to trust me. Because he understands that uh, I'm not doing this for get, any... You got his back. Then really experience scientific knowledge and really just to look out for the guy no absolutely yeah. and that's what again my, my co-founder um, my uh, the late Joseph Acuna God, God bless his soul again yeah. same dynamic he was actually my lawyer in my first startup and yeah I was going through a lot of those rookie mistakes right. and guess what JC I took the, the shit even if people were telling me not to do it I did it and he was that guy who always hey don't do that you're going to fuck yourself up. This is going to result. And I didn't listen. But in the end, you know, the, it's rare. And that's one trait that you need to find as a co-founder for those people that are listening to this. People that are just looking out after you. When you find that, hopefully they have the right skill set that matches yours. Work with them. Because especially in the right timing in their life. Because sometimes they are probably the right person, but they're not in the right timing in their life. They haven't proven anything yet they're not yet calbo okay they still have hair you know <laughs> no, but you know what i'm saying it takes a lot of maturity to be able to do that or they're still trying to prove something in their career that they're very of, self-centered 
right? Take a lot of cases. <laughs> correct, <laughs> correct. Battles. Exactly, exactly. Right. So it's also timing is, is important. So I'm happy you guys found each other. Because through this, especially if you're going to be thrown a lot of shit through this process, and, and you will. But if you have that foundation and, hey, I'm just trying to look out for you, that, that bromanship, that right. can literally save your startup nine times out of ten. Right. right. And I remember when, when Joseph was still around, like, ah, on really dark days and the biggest shit we were hit, the battle cry was like, okay, lang yan, Joseph, naman si Joseph. That's what I always say. <laughs> and that's what I fucking was gutted with when he passed away. Because now who do I cling to? And I'm lucky because just like what happened, he passed on, but a Hydra was born. My whole right. team fucking stepped up. Right? So that's it. So, okay. Last few questions, JC. So you, after you guys go through this, all right, now you have each other's back. What was that process? And what was the fun parts and the challenging parts you had to go through in Founders Launchpad? Oh, uh, fun part first. No, there's a lot of meetings. I, 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 I love the meetings. <laughs> I, 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 June has a, I'm going to say this. He has a very good connection. Network. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, have meetings. We like, we're like, I cannot say, Kalabuga and Bosho in there walking, walking, walking <laughs> to the, walking through the meetings and yeah, just enjoying it. High five, peace bump. If we get the prime, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, those kind of, uh, those kind of things. And another fun, but, uh, hiring part is franchise expos. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, there's booth a point. game. It's the booth game. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Booth, booth, and no booth. You know, no, no booth is kind of also hard. You know, we, we, need, yeah. we need to walk. Lagari. boot camp, bro. <laughs> Two floors, you know. Uh, and yeah, uh, we even uh, we even rented a hotel uh, in Moa, near Mall of Asia. You know, to yeah, like to uh, maximize the time. No, it's so, hard, man. If you're going to commute and still freaking do Lagare, it's exhausting. You're going to be spent. Yeah, we are, we are, we are giving Is it out. near uh, Tramo, the one that you guys know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Actually, that's that part. No? Going to the expos and really getting mm. into the meat of selling. That's my idea. Because I wanted to test if JC's really into in this. Uh, one yep. no, so, yeah. I, I validated the product. I, I saw the product. I had improved it. No, so now I want to understand does he have the right ingredients in him to be really first and foremost a salesman? Because yep. nobody in business is not <laughs> that's in, the core in, skill. Salesman, right? You have so, to sell. Right, exactly. So everyone in business is a salesman, first and foremost. So that's what that's the first thing that I really wanted to drill with him. Uh, because when I got in, that's the first thing I did for him. I got him clients. Nice. So to prove to him that, hey, this is a saleable product. If you don't believe it yourself, here, let me show you. You still don't believe me? Here, come here. I'll help you sell. Uh, sell. Now, somebody bought, bought from you. You still don't believe? <laughs> yeah. So, so that that's the thing. So that's what that's what we're doing now. That's where we are right now. We're mm-hmm. really in the meat of selling things and uh, see, selling the service. Um, last year around November, December, we were really uh, pushing for getting big 
accounts. Mm-hmm. And uh, I told JC, we're in the cusp of it. It's just that the December break is really just really no. broke our momentum. So uh, mm-hmm. we're trying to get back into it this this month, and uh, things are going well. Nice. We have uh, salespeople, and we also have free demos that are slowly converting by themselves. And that exact uh, program was JC's idea. Pero I, I'm pretty sure that happened because he got a sense of what it means to sell. Yep. Yeah. So, so you're you're learning, you're improving, you're leveling up all by yourself. There you go. I couldn't be prouder. Yeah. I love it. And then you're right. You're always selling, not just your product. You're selling yourself as a credible leader as you build your team. And you're selling yourself as a fundable founder to investors. You are always selling. I don't care what your background is and whatnot. You are persuading. You're selling all the time as a founder. All right. Now, last, uh, what are the challenges that you had to overcome? And uh, after that, what's up next for item count for the year 2024? Let me take this uh, first one. Uh, uh, during the Founders Launchpad thing, uh, uh, regards to the, the three guys. Uh, the Poggy guys. Yeah, the Poggy guys. But uh-huh. I was really struggling with having a boss because I've never had one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, uh, all of a sudden, I was accountable for stuff. You know? Yeah. I had a deadline. My place. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so... So that was the first thing that I really had to adjust. And uh, uh, initially, I was really uh, apprehensive about the whole thing. And I was uh, hesitant and, you know, uh, rebellious, so to speak. But I was... Uh, Ala, Dr. Soriano can come there. <laughs> Professor Soriano can mend this uh, one. Na. Okay. But I saw that it was improving JC uh, because the things that they were talking about were resonating with him because... He hasn't had the formal training yet. Correct. And I really valued that in the end because that actually saved me a lot of work yeah. myself. Uh, instead of me teaching him these things, Founder Sunshine did it for him. And I think that moving forward, if the next few cohorts that they will be handing, they'll be better at it. Absolutely. Yeah, because I, I really think that they are not just doing it for the money. Uh, I think there's really concern there. Yep. It took me a while to really understand and realize that. But uh, yeah, they're really in it for the long haul. That's amazing. And that's refreshing to see. Well, definitely. And then a lot of people in the, the legit ones in the startup ecosystem are like that. All right. And again, that is amazing. But unfortunately, we have to let you go. So again, thank you so much, JC and Alex. But before I let you go, again, start of 2024. What's up next for you guys in this year? Sales. <laughs> <laughs> sales cure all. Yeah. Mark Cuban. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Sales. <laughs> we will continue to disrupt the, uh, the industry. Yeah. Uh, uh, the thing is this. There's this large enterprise applications or large enterprise company with, you know, huge applications. They're good. But they're expensive. Then there's this there's this POS centric apps. Well, you know, it's not that uh, features are not enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's this there's us. You know, uh, we can do. We have the features to you know to compete with the large enterprise, but we are very affordable as we are really focused on our target market right now. 
So yeah, sales, we will continue to disrupt and yeah, we will give them a more scalable, better system for their businesses. All right. Now, if people want to reach out and again, use your product or even work with you, where do they go and how do they do that? Oh, uh, please, you can go to itemcount.io. From there, we have the sign up or request demo button. You can also reach out uh, reach out us in face in our Facebook page where in our very good customer support and product guys will answer, explain to you what item count is. And yeah, you will find out that ERP is not hard. There you go. All right. Now, before I let you go, follow us on whatever podcast app we're listening to, whether Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if we did see some jargon, it's going to be in the show notes on hostshare.com. And again, big shout out and thank you to our premium supporters like Angelo Liu, who is a diamond supporter. Gab Abbott and all the other guys and all the brands that support Hustle Share. Thank you so much. And if you want to support Ooh. just like them, go to premium.hustleshare.com. Again, Alex and JC, thank you very much. Thank, thank you. you. All right. And I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace. Thank you.